Sweet. Well, I mean, we're doing it. I say, we is just, it, is just, it, just go for it. Go. I just say we just start talking, and then the bonus episode. at some point we'll cut yeah. it in. This is actually the bonus What's bonus that? episode. Welcome to the bonus bonus episode. The bonus bonus episode. Where the objective is... Have no objective. Nothing, no, no rules at all. It's just three guys being Do guys. we want to talk... Um, I like the discussing of the movies. We want to talk about movies. That yeah, we can talk fun. about some movies. At some point, I do want to tell you guys the origin of Mistletoe, too, because I actually enjoy that Yeah, you that should do story. that. And I'll tell you the origin of, uh, of uh, ornaments, which I've already told you guys, but I'll tell the podcast. <laughs> um, I don't like it. Have you watched any Christmas movies this year, Ted? I did. I did watch the Polar Express, and there's a Ooh. Polar oh, Express. Oh, yes. It, it's, I feel like it's one of those movies that people dissect. They don't just watch it. They dissect it because it has other stuff mm-hmm. to say. Kind of like a Christmas Carol. Mm. People either love it or hate it. I, right. I don't think I've talked to a lot of people that just have a mid reaction to that movie. People don't like it because of the Uncanny Valley because it's all uh, motion capture. But yeah, I, thought, I mean, I mean I that's valid. But the I mean, it's terrible. I didn't realize that's two. It came out in two thousand four. That's two thousand four motion capture. That's Lord of the Rings did it in oh yeah. Before that, I don't know. People it's like that don't. 99, I think, either 2009 yeah. was Fellowship of the Ring, and then two mm-hmm. years later, two to three years later, was Two Towers. So Gollum mm-hmm. was already a thing. Yeah. But I don't think Weta or, or um, New Line Cinema did, which they didn't. They didn't do a Polar Express. Right. Uh, Polar Express with Warner Brothers. Yeah. The uh, Christmas Carol that we watched is really just an updated version of the same Polar Express animations. Well... Like like that Christmas Carol is more like it's motion capture, but it's also stylized. It's got it is like stylized. they don't look like real people, but they move like real people. Yeah, some of them, but some of them look pretty real. But I don't know. It just to me, like it kind of made the connection when I was watching it. I was like, this this looks like a fancier Polar Express. Mm. But I guess you're right. Yeah. They are more stylized. Um, yeah. Although there is one part where it's Ebenezer Scrooge, Scrooge, mm-hmm. and um, he's <clears throat> Jim Carrey's age. And it honestly looks exactly like Jim Carrey. It's kind of weird. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. But the Polar Express is a great movie. Yeah, I have a, I have yes. a, were you going to say something? I agree. Well, I, I just noticed that everyone that I know that hates the movie, it's all because of the animation. I've never had anybody say, mm. oh, I hate the plot. Oh, I hate the story. story. Oh, I hate the music. No one's ever hated it for that reason that I've heard of any time. Someone's brought up an objection to that movie when I, for me, it's a classic. It's another one on that list of like my family watches that every year. That's one that we might watch on Christmas Eve because it's like warm Mm. and Mm -hmm. nostalgic and classic for us. And anytime people object to that, it's always because the animation is creepy. That is Mm. the only reason I've ever heard listed for hating that movie. That's such a shallow reason to dislike a movie. I agree. But we can talk about the the plot or not the yeah the plot and I have a theory, uh, which is not an original theory, but it is a theory. I think <laughs> that the Polar Express is a time warp. I think the kid and the conductor are the same person. I've heard Ooh. that and he theory go, before. He, he goes back in time to when he was a kid, so that he can believe in Santa. Mm-hmm. And then become the conductor, because one of my theories—I mean, it's admittedly weak and it's probably not real at all—but <laughs> I like to think about it. It's a fun thought experiment. He, they're, when they're going up the spirally uh, 
ice cream cone mountain. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's just like, you know what? When I was making the rounds one night, I, I slip and fell. And I reached out to grab a thing, uh, but it broke off. A hand reached out and got me and pulled me back up. And I did not fall off this train. And that happened earlier in that movie. Mm. When I mean, he wasn't making the rounds, but he was maybe he was keeping it secret from the kid. And then he was like, <clears> but he was on the top of the train and he almost fell off. And then the ghost character that's true reaches out and grabs him, yeah, and pulls him back on. <laughs> that's an interesting theory, you know. I, like I think it. it could be like a multiversal time warp as well, because I no get the multiverse out of my Christmas. I'm, well, here here's the thing, okay, because um, I've heard this theory before as well, and the theory goes that that there are there's more than one character that's that little boy because the ghost on the train also voiced by tom hanks tom vo- hanks voices like eight people in that he did the motion capture for like for more than yeah, you're a boy it's insane can we also just quick moment of recognizing that that movie might be some of the most impressive work by tom hanks because of how much he did in yeah, it okay that's true because of how much he did in it okay that's true not to belittle his other works. You got to see more Tom Hanks. Is a legend. Have you guys seen Toy Story? <laughs> Toy Story, <laughs> the Castaway. Castaway. I've never Away. seen Dude, Castaway. Castaway. You Dude, have got to watch. It's Castaway. a good movie. It's a well. It's kind of a Christmas movie. A little bit Christmassy. Yeah, it's got Christmas in it. Die Hard. So, <laughs> Cast Castaway's great. No, There's another nice. one uh, called. Uh, oh, Forrest Gump. How can you not talk about yeah, Forrest, Forrest Gump? Gump classic, talking about sure. Tom Hanks. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Um, good, good movie. Sully, Sully, yeah, that's another Sully. one. Sully's good. Yeah. Uh, Captain Phillips is on Savannah and I's list. So, so, so Tom Hanks is a freaking legend. Yeah, but I don't think he gets enough respect mm-hmm. for Polar Express that's because true. of how much he did in it. Yeah. Anyways, the my the point being, like the ghost on the train might be from a timeline where the kid did not get on the train. Mm, I heard about this, one. and mm. it's. A regretful ghost mm-hmm. that haunts oh. the train, yeah. or maybe so what the kid would have become. What the kid would have become if he didn't believe in Christmas. Seeing yeah. is believing. Am I right? Because <laughs> the ghost does That's seem true. like he That's has fair. a personal okay. thing out for that kid. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's kind of a jerk to him a little bit. Maybe the kid and the conductor and the hobo and Santa are all the same person, right? What if they because it could be it could be that the kid uh, is the you know the kid and then he um, becomes the hobo maybe because he doesn't get on the train or something and he becomes the hobo on the train and then he meets younger himself and then gets a new outlook and becomes the conductor of the train and then because he's such a good conductor of the train Santa Claus when he retires makes him the new Santa Claus and they could all be the same character. Interesting. So is this is this this is still a time warp kind of thing? Yeah. Or different timelines. Yeah. Line. Well, it's multi, like yeah, maybe not multiverse, but like different timelines. Well, lines. it's also in the movie. It's it, they like Branching Santa timelines. and the conductor give a little nod to each other, like they know what's going on. Yeah, because they're the same person. Because <laughs> they're the same. Person. Or the con- or what? or Santa or Santa knows that the conductor is the kid. Mm. And because the conductor didn't look surprised, he would just like, he kind of looked when he got, he was like, let's have this long fellow right here. He looked down and he was like, he's like, I remember that when I was your age because I'm you. Because I was you. Because yeah. I was you. I really like this theory, actually. It it's makes sense. Yeah. 
I don't know about like, Santa being no, all I know, the same. I, know, I, know. I would <laughs> like. It's not a great theory. I will say I would like a live action remake of Polar Express if they stay pretty faithful mm. to the original. Do a shot for shot remake because be pretty I'm good. pretty cool. I'm just saying if people's main reason for hating it is the animation, having a live action version might bring a whole new group of people into loving and appreciating the movie that didn't before. Mm-hmm. Purely because they were creeped out by the animation, which might I mean, it is, makes them weak. It is a really good story, <laughs> but Jim and the characters Carrot. are really unique. And Hot Chocolate is a banging song. Oh yeah. gosh, I, I do like yes. that they never said Hero Boy is what he's listed as his name, mm-hmm. and I Ooh. think that's because you're supposed to put yourself. Mm-hmm. This is not theory territory, I think, but it is like you're supposed to put yourself on the main character. Mm-hmm. You're like this is a journey of finding what you believe in, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And Do you believe in Santa, Michael? <laughs> Do you believe in Santa, Ken? You asked me this years ago. You don't remember <laughs> this, but you were like, "Do you believe in Santa?" And I, and I was a kid. This was years ago. We were I on the back porch of my yeah, We were on the back porch of my house. You're like, "Do you believe in Santa?" And I was a kid, and I was like, "Yeah." And you're like, "Well, actually, <laughs> the origin of Santa is the old Saint Nick, and blah blah blah." Is a, a Saint did Nick I was, ruin Santa for you? Oh my you didn't, god! Well, oh no! You did. I think so. I think you ruined Santa. Oh for me. no! That's brutal. That is I, a, that's uh, a deep cut. That man. is a very grim thing to do. I am so sorry. <laughs> like, well, did you know? I mean, well, here's the I mean, thing. It sounds, <laughs> like I just wanted well, you it to wasn't think a deeply right. held belief. It was more like a yeah, I guess so. As long as it gets it me double the presents. Very <laughs> yeah. on brand for your little Young Graham. But that disappoints me so much. That That's hurt my nice. soul that I did that to you, Tad. I'm you so sorry. I'm I, so sorry. I never believed in I'm Santa. Worst. My parents didn't Same. didn't do it. Like, yeah, this, wasn't, this isn't real. Yeah, like it's based off a actual guy that did some actual things, but our Santa parents, Claus is not the point of Christmas. Our parents always said Santa's not real, but he's fun to pretend. So we pretended Santa, but always with the yeah. understanding that he wasn't real. But uh, I was I was always a little butt cheek of a child, um, and I had to be right. You know, mm-hmm. people still hate me because I'm kind of that way sometimes. Where I have this need to inform people about what is correct and what is incorrect, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why this whole podcast started. Yeah, I'm so sorry <laughs> to society for my existence. <laughs> oh, <man>. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> like a a Christmas carol, ever there's a lot of symbolic things that are happening like um after they went up on the why can ice cream cone thing mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. talks about it. They yeah, go down the into mountain. into the rebicycling area, right? Recycling. Oh, yeah. It's yes. like it's a, it's a new thing the boss came up with, rebicycling something like that. Yeah. And uh then the Ebenezer Scrooge puppet which is controlled mm-hmm. by the, the, the ghost. ghost. He's like, you, my friend, are just like me, a Scrooge. You're just like You're me. a doubter. A doubter. You don't, don't believe. You don't believe. Oh, that scared me so much. <laughs> you don't believe. Uh, more respect on the hot chocolate song, though. You brought that up. Part of our tradition growing up watching that movie was when we got to that scene, we paused it. And we went and made hot chocolate. You couldn't make it at the beginning of the movie because it would be cold by the time you got to that scene. So we paused the movie. We went and made our hot chocolate. And when we were ready, we hit play and we had our hot chocolate during that scene. Those 2004 fluid sims look so good. Oh, they look so good. Makes that that. hot chocolate just look so delicious. It looks so thick and foamy. Discus. Mm -hmm. Now I'm wishing we had hot chocolate for the podcast. (laughs) It's over there. We finished the coffee. 
Um, but I finished my coffee in the first episode. I probably finished it in the first five minutes. I mean, the, the, I think it's, it's funny that there's a lot of implied magic going on with the Polar Express. Yeah. And the first thing that you get to see that is never talked about again is that the waiters come out of nowhere and put tablecloths down on air. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. And they dance on the tables and then rip it up. And they're like, all right, that was fun. Now I have my fill of hot chocolate that I only had for 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. I know. They did not have enough time to finish. Yeah, I was like, well, I could come back because I yeah. <laughs> they just took it away. And it was and too they, hot to drink even. So yeah, it was, like, Some kids hot. probably didn't even drink it because they had weak mouths. Well, he saved one of the hot chocolates for the sad boy in the other car. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've seen that movie countless times, but I think I have a more critical eye now and i can like think about the dialogue because when you're a kid you're just watching mm-hmm. it for images yeah but now i can think about the dialogue and <laughs> when when uh, the conductor took the the girl away and then the bratty kid is like it's like it, it's standard railroad procedure to throw somebody <laughs> off the back of the train because they don't we're have all a ticket just, we're all just okay with so this. they don't get sucked <laughs> under the tracks <laughs> Oh my! That's so funny. And, and here, boys, like, oh that. no, I gotta go save him. Okay, Loki, yeah, that nerdy know-it-all kid. That was sort of me as a child. I feel like. Do you know what kind of train this is? Apologizing earlier. Huh? Do you know what kind of train this is? Oh, it's a. Uh, I don't know that. I, I don't know I don't how know to say it. I'm not. Stay walking with it. Blah 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 blah. Oh, that, no. I never uh, just talking about the dialogue well, no, and not noticing the dialogue things. was, and I found this out from you, Tad, uh, like two weeks ago, that the part where they're at the North Pole and he's like, "What would you like for Christmas?" Mm-hmm. And then um, the kid says, "Me," and then he says, "Yourself, <laughs> yourself." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I never realized that that was just Santa being snarky. I just thought Santa was being dumb. Uh, and I was like, it's just something he, about it to me. I just was so confused. He either by that says, scene. We, I just watched it. He either says yourself or he says you, but it's, it's either yourself or you, but it's still, it's the same. It's, yeah. it's the same way. It's yeah. just like Santa being a little, being a little funny there. <laughs> Freaking bad joke. Yeah. Graham, have you watched? Well, this is a dumb question. What Christmas movies have you watched this year? Wait, can we before 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 we move on from that? Does anybody know the answer? I don't know. I never. I still the last time I watched it, the the time like time stops. Like it's been five minutes till midnight. What the heck? What gives? It was five minutes till midnight four minutes ago. Exactly. And I was like, what? Hang on. What is that? Like, is this this time stop at the Polar Express? There's definitely some time manipulation issues. Like, we've got time to kill. We've got nothing but time. You know? It's like, I never, I never understood why it was always five minutes till midnight. Another interesting arc, though, to that movie, I feel like most of the other characters exist as supporting characters to the hero boy, the main character. The other girl that's there, the bully know-it-all kid, Billy. like they they all, yeah, they kind of they're kind of there to support the main character, with the exception of that, that almost does not seem like what Billy's there for. Oh, he's he's doing something separate. He's going yeah. through something that's not connected to like the other characters exist for the character development of mm-hmm. the main mm-hmm. character. But Billy, actually, in the other car, he's got some character development of his own going on that's not in any way connected to the main mm. character. And I just think that's a really interesting arc, too. 
Well, at the end of the movie, they all have their tickets punched, right? Yeah. So the hero boy is the main character, but Mm -hmm. they all serve a different purpose. Like each one learns a different lesson. Hero boy learns to believe. Mm -hmm. The girl learns to lead Mm -hmm. and be uh, brave and be um, assertive. Yeah. Because she was, the whole thing is like, are you sure? And she stops. Mm -hmm. And then Billy is, what is Billy's? His was unique too. It changed. It was like depend on, rely, rely on. on. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you can trust. You can and trust I think, people. I think Billy was abused. Mm. Hot oh. take. He was either abused or poor. There was mm. something that made him want to isolate himself from the other kids. Mm-hmm. And there was something about his journey that I think was intended for some people to be able to connect with that maybe couldn't connect with the main character. Yeah. Because he did come out of the house in rubber boots mm-hmm. whereas he, hero boy came out in like slippers, slippers and a, and a nice thing, pj yeah. and and didn't billy carry like a blanket right mm-hmm. but didn't he have like some or a bear it was a bear yeah he no had, i thought no. i thought he had something he i could have sworn he carried something with no he movie. i mean at the end of the movie he got attached to his present and he wouldn't he let go attached to his maybe present. that was it yeah Come on, trust me. Oh yeah, that's the creepy right. elf. Yeah, yeah, the creepy elf. All it's the creepy in good elves. hands. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> they're all smokers. They're all, they're, they're all elves are constant smokers. It's like they don't have anything to do for the. We knew he was in there the whole time. That's why they have to have so many elves because so many they're of the elves die of lung cancer. <laughs> 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 they need that many yeah, of them. You asked what what uh, yeah, what movies more. have I yeah, watched you watch this year? Um, well, I haven't watched Polar Express this year. I'm probably saving that one for Christmas Eve. There's several that I kind of like saved to watch with family and stuff. But I have already watched the first two Santa Claus movies nice. this season. Those are among my favorites. Like I said in the previous episode, I think I, I think they go downhill after the second one. So I'm usually mm-hmm. content each season just to watch the first two. I don't have I don't feel like I have to watch the third one. Yeah. I really so, liked the first one. The first one. The first one's classic. I would watch it multiple times a year when I was a kid. I don't know why I had such I an would, obsession with it. I would I did. too. It's like, like so colorful it and I just thought it was like that little boy I wanted. And now it's warm and nostalgic. Yeah, for, for me, sure. That movie. For sure. I have not seen Elf yet. Elf is usually one that I watch. Is that a yearly watch? That's a yearly watch for me. I did watch Jim Carrey's live action Grinch. Oh, yeah. That's a classic. I haven't seen that one in a really long time. That one is so funny. I feel like my favorite part of it is when he's in the cave or whatever and he's like, You're an idiot. You're an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I know. You're an idiot. The thing about the thing that's unique to me about that movie is like, as a kid, you enjoy it. As a kid, it's bright and funny and Christmassy and nostalgic, right? But there's so much that you either don't get or can't relate to as a child that, as an adult, it just gets funnier. Actually, Mm. like the Grinch's character. Kids don't appreciate the line when he, like in the beginning, when he's eating the trash and he's like, am I eating because I'm bored? <laughs> like, am I just yeah. eating because I'm bored? <laughs> Kids don't know why that's funny. 
you know, as an adult, that's, that's so relatable. That and it's like, last part is like etched in my brain. I will never forget that. Like the Grinch's social anxiety of not wanting to go down yeah. to be with all of the who's for their Christmas party. Yeah. He's like, that's like, it. I'm not, that's going. It. I'm not it. going. I'm not going. <laughs> like that inner struggle of deciding whether or not you're going to go to an event where there's yeah. going to be people. Children don't get that. Mm-hmm. Adults are like, no, I get it, man. Like the Grinch becomes an extremely relatable character as an adult. Maybe to somebody that, like the Grinch, doesn't have a lot of people. It's just like, they were mean to me. Or just because you don't have a lot of people, it's just like, man, mm-hmm. I don't want to be happy around this time. Mm-hmm. Or one of my one of the my favorite lines that I laugh at every year that just I totally overlooked it as a child is in the beginning of the movie where he disguises himself and he goes down to Whoville just to basically <laughs> mess with people. And he gives a saw like a wood cutting saw to a child and he's like here's a present for you kids be sure to run real fast with it now (laughs) (laughs) so randomly dark yeah and i did not like this just didn't register as a kid Mm -hmm. that and when i don't know why i I was not a very bright kid actually and i was very gullible um when the mom brings the traffic light and she's like i found the cutest light that'll be great with my christmas set (laughs) and then you hear vehicles crashing in the background she's like come on we gotta go it never clicked as a child that she's straight up she's not getting that from a store she in my head i had always seen that type of traffic light like in cracker barrel Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i'm thinking she actually bought this Mm -hmm. light no she took that down from traffic and that's why (laughs) you can hear a wreck in the background I did not like that movie because, as a kid, because there was singing in it. Because there was singing in it? Yeah. There was... I feel like that would eliminate a lot of Christmas movies. Right? Like, there was only one song, but it was enough to make me not like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> the little girl. Was, yeah. Lucy Cindy Lou, Lou, right? Cindy Lou Who. Well, yeah. whatever. I, uh, <laughs> get your get your lore for the Grinch right. <laughs> that was like I, I love the like Grinch getting the song wrong at the end when he finally... He's like just making it up because he doesn't know, but he likes Christmas now. That that was funny. That's pretty funny. Uh, we touched on it a little bit, but what do you guys have? What kind of Christmas traditions do you did you grow up on? So many. We always had uh, going over to some relatives' house that had super decorated their place. Uh, my grandma's house, old Grammy. Old Grammy. Did you go on Christmas Eve or day before the day of? I Christmas don't. Or, that's no? it's such a blur. Yeah, because. I was a kid and I was in a car and it was dark. Mm-hmm. So I would get in the car and then it would be dark and then I'd go somewhere for 10 minutes be like, wow, there's a bunch of Christmas lights. And then I'd get in the car and it was dark and I wouldn't know where I was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where that place was until I was older. Oh yeah. I was like, I have no idea where this magical land of light, <laughs> lights and amazing Christmas <laughs> stuff is. Appeared. It just appeared. So we did that. We did a big dinner and uh, decorating the... Grammy's house, which I have videos on on my YouTube channel. Check it out. Name of the YouTube it's channel cool. to be determined. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That is that is one of the the best ones. And like even something you said last time, Michael, that that it, it started to become a a really fun tradition to look forward to mm-hmm. or something. It's just like it's something solid. It's like we do it every yeah. year. Yeah, having you've been a part of it, Grant. I've been a part of it. Been in some before, yeah. video. Yeah, yeah. It, it always makes me so happy because I've always been such a Christmas crazy person. 
Uh, I'm the type of people that people get mad at me because I start listening to Christmas music in November mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, I still like Thanksgiving for the record, but I'm just all out Christmas person. And so that was always super fun to me because Grammy's house is like extreme level of Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's just it's super satisfying. makes me really happy. Yeah, that whole, that, her whole property, her and Mike's whole property is just I love a it. bubble Especially in Christmas time, it's just a bubble of, of Christmas joy mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. house. It's always 80 degrees. It's so hot in there. In there. Because that so fire's like, roaring. Yeah, the fire's roaring, so you're in there. It's like a, Grammy and Mike listen to the podcast. Hi, Grammy and Mike. Hi, Grammy Hi, and Mike. Hi, Grammy and Mike. But it's, it's always so hot, but it's so cozy at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like a good kind of hot because it's, yeah, like, it's like, you, you, it's you, know, like you finish your food and then you're drinking your coffee and you're just like it's so warm and mm-hmm. you're just... I could take a nap. Should take a nap right now. Well, what I appreciated about it uh, from when I went and helped with it too was, at least when I did it, most of the decorating had been done, and it's like the decorating that had been done was like the more difficult, monotonous, tedious. It's not as much to enjoy. Shout out to Mike. We got there to to help. Yeah, shout out for sure. Because when we got there, we got to do the fun stuff. We got to mm-hmm. decorate, decorate trees, yeah, decorate trees and set up the Christmas village. Mm-hmm. So it was is just a total vibe. That's fun. That's become part of my Christmas tradition. Mm-hmm. Since being well, part do of you the have do you have other previous Christmas traditions that your family did? Well, because I'm the youngest and I've got a lot of siblings that are older than me and like have you know started families and then grown families throughout the years. Like we we haven't had a single Christmas tradition. That has stayed more than, uh, you know, like five, five years. Cause it's like we would do Christmas morning, but then the families wanted to do Christmas morning with their children, which is totally understandable. So Makes then sense. we would do, you know, Christmas lunch and then Christmas lunch turned into Christmas dinner. But yeah, so Christmas day and Christmas Eve is always like different. It's like, oh, Christmas Eve, it's at this house. And then. Okay, this this Christmas Eve, it's at this house. And gotcha. There's one thing that I think was a constant for a long time, and we would go to, is it Fuddruckers? Or, yeah, Fuddruckers. The burger place. Burger place up in Asheville. And we would go there, and then we would go to the Grove Park Inn Ooh. and do the, uh, look at the gingerbread houses. I love Because they have this huge gingerbread house competition. Mm-hmm. I, I think they still do it. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they do. It's impressive. And yeah, pretty amazing. Like, you know, just huge, huge sculptures made out of gingerbread candy. So we would do that every year for a long time until they started uh, making you pay for parking. Then we stopped. <laughs> that was that was always good. Christmas, Christmas memories. And then the day after Thanksgiving, we always decorated. That was probably the most consistent. Yeah. Was the day after Thanksgiving, my mom and I, and my sisters while they were there, but most of my childhood, it was just me. Uh, we put up the Christmas tree, put up the village. I would decorate my bedroom. That was always pretty fun. That was, that was always a consistent thing for us too is Black Friday. Like mom would go shopping and we would stay home and decorate for Christmas. And that was pretty consistent. Uh, all of my siblings should work on that. Most of our traditions were really consistent, actually. My my dad's parents, um, when when they were, when they had kids, they had just made the decision 
that they were going to celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve because they figured that most of them would grow up and have their own families and want to be home on Mm. Christmas Day. So they said, we're just going to do it on Christmas Eve so that maybe my kids can do that. So we always do Christmas Eve morning with my dad's side of the family. My mom's parents lived right next door to us. So we, um, our traditions pretty much from my entire childhood was consistent and it looked like on Christmas Eve in the morning, we met with my dad's family um, and Christmas Eve in the evening, we got new pajamas, Christmas pajamas. That was the first present that we opened was pajamas. And we would watch Miracle on 34th Street specifically. I'm not sure exactly how that became the tradition. Which version? But um, the, the newer one, I think. Not the black and white one. Okay. So we would watch watch Miracle on 34th Street every Christmas Eve. And then all all six of us siblings would camp out in the same bedroom to Mm -hmm. await Mm -hmm. Christmas together. We'd get sleeping bags. We'd sleep on the floor. um, We we would just wait up in anticipation for Christmas. Listen to – we used to get uh, Jonathan Park series also on Christmas Eve. Nice. It was like an audio thing, sort of like Adventures in Odyssey, mm-hmm. but the Adventures in – or the, the Answers in Genesis <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> the production that they did. So um, we would listen to that until we would fall asleep and we'd get up super early, like 5, 6 in the morning. Dad would start Dang. cooking breakfast. Oh. Um, and he cooked a really fancy Christmas morning breakfast. We used the fine china. We literally only got that china out on Christmas Day for Christmas breakfast. Uh, we so we would do that. We would read the Christmas story, then we open our presents, and when we were done, then we would go next door to my my mom's parents, mm-hmm. that was my grandparent, my other set of grandparents, and do Christmas over there. And that was what Christmas looked like literally every year until last year was the first year where those things really started to change. But because yeah. we had consistency for so long, mm-hmm. some of that change has uh, been really difficult. On my siblings, like my parents got a new tree mm. for the first time ever this year, and half my siblings are like not not happy about it. <laughs> like, like I quit. What? <laughs> I quit Christmas. I quit Christmas. This is wrong. Siblings I quit this that, family. Siblings <laughs> that I did not know that they were sentimental or nostalgic because they're not known for that. Yeah, they are not that. They're not the sappy ones. They're not the nostalgic ones. But they're upset because we changed the Christmas tree. Mm. I'm sure it was practical. I mean, did you? Oh, no, it was absolutely was it practical. Was falling apart? Well, it wasn't falling apart. It was a really old tree. The family tree was – it might be older than me. We've been doing it for – it's the tree that I think my parents got it from the grandparents. It's artificial and it's the old kind of tree where like modern artificial trees, there's like three sections. You snap yeah. together and unfluff it and you're ready to go. This was like a big seven-footer wow. where it had rings – with each branch had to be plugged oh, into the hole no. and each branch had to be unfluffed. Dang. Um, and some people hate that, but for us as kids, because that was part of mm-hmm. what we did every year, it was one of the things that we looked forward to. And if kids didn't, if we didn't want to help decorate any other part of the house, everybody would pitch in to help put that tree together. Wow. Um, and unfluff it. And so when my parents, my dad was like, you know, all the kids have moved out. I don't want to fool with it this year. They got a smaller artificial tree that we, they were able to put up like that, uh, just real quick <laughs> and uh, less hassle. 
understandable, you know, why yeah. they made the switch. I, I understood. I'm, I'm not upset about it, but some of my siblings were, were, were quite peeved yeah. <laughs> that we changed the family tree. Yeah, I'm, glad my, I'm glad we weren't too sentimental about the trees because my mom just got rid of every tree that we had <laughs> Dang. because they were falling apart. I mean, the, yeah. the boxes were falling apart and it's a pain to put them in the attic mm-hmm. and they take up a lot of space. But all those trees, we had like two. We had two trees, um, but trashed, gone. Dang. We have a, a a real tree this year, so it's like well, I nice. like real trees. Real trees are nice. Um, I know. But yeah, that's a tradition that my family would do is they would get presents, like you do, but then they would have one more expensive present. That's like this is this is your big one for this year. I remember one mm. time. There was a four-wheeler in the living room with a bow on it. That's pretty lit. That's pretty Old lit. Kids Yamaha four-wheeler. Not like an electric one. This is real. It was a real four-wheeler. It's just yeah. a kid's one. It's smaller. Imagine having parents that could afford things. <laughs> well, my, the thing is my parents couldn't really afford things either. But they're, I mean, my dad's pretty dang good with money. So he's just like, well, we have this and we want to have make them have a good Christmas. So we, it's like, we were relatively poor not as poor as some we also we have like a lot of siblings yeah there <laughs> were there were six of us as opposed to yeah. you, you it was with you and savannah for mm-hmm. for a while it was yeah. just you and savannah yeah. until mariah came along then there was three but mm-hmm. um yeah for us there were six of us and it was really close together um so the average was three to four presents maybe five on a good year that we each got and none of them were like really expensive we did – my parents did typically save whatever the the best present was for last. Mm-hmm. Like if there was something that was higher up on our list, that would be the last thing that we opened. But um, rarely did we get like an expensive gift unless there was just an insane deal that they found mm-hmm. on it. Uh, one year, I remember for my grandparents – for Christmas, I got an iPod Touch. Woo! The iPod Touch 4. I mean, those were the big thing when I was yeah. like early teens. Mm-hmm. And all my friends had one. I didn't have one. I wanted one so bad. My grandparents got it for me, but it was the only Christmas present I got. And my birthday is 10 days after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this counts as your Christmas and your birthday. <laughs> like, I'll so take it's it. the one present. I'm like, that's fine. I'll take it. That's probably the biggest thing that I got That's Christmas. Savannah got one just like that. And she got to open it early. Because Savannah used to have this uh, iPod Nano or mini mm-hmm. iPod. Yeah, it was like Nanos. a little square. Yep. Yeah. And she would yeah. always leave it in her pocket and it got washed like three times. <laughs> oh and my. then the last time it was at this was at Grammy's house and it got washed and she was so upset about it. And then Grammy Mike got to talking like like, Savannah, you could open one present before Christmas and it was the iPod and she was like thank you. Wow. I uh I mean, my family, because we also have a lot of siblings, we, I mean, Christmas was just like, you know, $25, $50 limit. So I was like, I got like one thing, um, usually. And that was okay. I mean, I, even now I don't care about presents all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I even as a kid, it was never a huge deal to me. Um, but the best thing I ever got, it was because my birthday's like 14 days ish after Christmas. Eight plus whatever is left in <laughs> uh, December. Quick math. Quick math. So my, I was like, for my birthday and Christmas, I want this guitar, and I got my first nice. acoustic guitar for Christmas. That's pretty cool. So Fender CD forty, uh, CD one forty SCE. It wasn't a first act. Nope. Mm-hmm. You actually so, got a 
Even worse, good probably. <laughs> oh, man, okay, <laughs> like, I guess not. No, but, uh, yeah, so that was probably the, the biggest, most expensive and cool present I ever got. Nice. But I remember this the four-wheeler thing was before Graham destroyed Santa Claus for me <laughs> because— <laughs> I'm so sorry. They either—I either remember or they tell the story of me finding the four-wheeler in the living room, and I was like, how did she get down the chimney? So I was, like, looking at the chimney. I was like, how did he get— how did I get this down the chimney? <laughs> this is crazy. Dang. And then probably the next day, Graham destroyed. I'm so sorry. <laughs> honest, I'm never going to live that down. As a, so as a kid, uh, I always wanted, I always just thought like four wheelers or a golf cart or like whatever would have been so cool. Dirt bikes. I always wanted that. Mm-hmm. Even the, like, I mean, I just wanted Barbie Jeep so bad, <laughs> but I know we never had a Barbie Jeep. And then, would go over to Greta's, and Greta would have a Barbie Jeep. And I, was, I mean, I just love. I wish I had this Barbie Jeep. Anyway, so I always wanted like, you know, four wheeler or something. Yeah, never same. got it because my parents, my parents wouldn't even let me ride my friends' dirt bikes and stuff. Like I just was not allowed because yeah. they did not trust me to not get hurt, which is ridiculous. I'm so responsible. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so that that's what we did. Savannah and I did yesterday. We took Savannah's parents' um, four wheeler and. The Ranger, Ranger Polaris, and yeah. the Polaris and just tore up the mountain. Nice. That was pretty fun, actually. Nice. I, remember. I was reliving my childhood dream. Or not reliving it. I was living it for the first time. I think a four-wheeler story. I think this was back in the Love 52 era. Of uh, <laughs> It was, uh, for those who don't know, it was a band that me and Graham and Brandon Zaresson and Ben Brewer had. And then Michael was there for a little bit. And then Miles was also sure. there for an even littler bit. That Miles wasn't Cooley. Love Fifty Two. That was a completely different band. I can, I but I went to one. Together. I went to one Love Fifty Two, like an actual Love Fifty Two practice. Mm. Mm-hmm. One. By the way, don't even try to find it on YouTube. I deleted the channel. <laughs> we made the mistake of letting some of our friends know that that band was a thing. Uh, I think it was on the Ark trip mm. a year or two ago, and. We they looked it up and they played the one cover that we actually put on I YouTube. What? I, don't I deleted it. If I this podcast like, gets a hundred listens, then <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. We will post it, re-release it. On we will the re-release channel. it we on can, the channel if we can find yeah, it. Yeah, if it's even there. But it, all that anyway, to say, <laughs> I, uh, one time Brandon and uh, his then girlfriend, now wife, uh, mm-hmm. Sam, came and they're like, "We're gonna go." They had to like go down the hill for some reason. I guess they just wanted to ride the four-wheeler. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, this is your break, and this is your thingy thing, and go. So I put Brandon, who doesn't, hasn't, didn't, at least at that point, know, have any knowledge of how to ride a four-wheeler with his girlfriend on the back. <laughs> oh, and my. I, I watched them go from the house <laughs> to, we have a steep curve on our driveway. I watched them go from the house <laughs> to the curve and just <laughs> dump. <laughs> <laughs> He dumped him and his girlfriend off. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) He just didn't turn. He just kept going straight and dumped him and his girlfriend off. Oh, no. Dang. (laughs) Looking back, that was not a smart or responsible thing of me to do to be like, here's a four-wheeler. Yeah. Learn how to use it right now. That's pretty funny. (laughs) My favorite Christmas ever was the Christmas that it snowed. Same. It was the best Christmas ever. I mean, it was like untouchable. Yeah, I what, mean, which one was that? 2010. Was it 2010? Yeah. 2010. Okay, that sounds about right. I I, I remember it. And that, that, that <laughs> one year before one Sky- year before the Skyrim Elder Scrolls game came one out. One year BS. 
It was a, it was a, that was a good Christmas though. I mean, it was it like, was. you know, and it was a good snow too. I mean, it was it not was, small. It, it was snowed like, all it was day like, long. It was like 10 inches. It didn't stop. And what's crazy is, what's crazy is the morning, there was no snow on the ground. When I woke up, right. there was no snow on the ground. It started mm-hmm. snowing maybe like a few minutes after I woke up or 30 minutes after I woke up. Yeah. And I mean, it dumped for the rest of the day. And I, like I haven't had a good snow in years. And it was a oh, relatively good surprise because I remember on Christmas Eve, the weatherman saying, this is a really difficult system to predict. I can't tell you if it's going to rain all day tomorrow or snow mm. all day tomorrow. So we still didn't know anything concretely on Christmas Eve. And then, like I said, for for our tradition, we got up so early for oh, breakfast. Yeah. And when the light started to, when it started to get light outside, we could see that there was no snow on the ground. But we could also see just about the time that you could start seeing mm. was about the time you started seeing some flurries mm-hmm. drifting down. And then it just snowed all day. Yeah. And uh, I remember that year because I got a Cabela's perfect. hunting game for my PS2. Nice. And so I Can't just remember being snowed in. Yeah, you're not supposed to shoot the Can't does. Shoot the does. That was a good Christmas. I mean, I just like played the hunting game and went out in the snow a little bit. We've technically only had one other white Christmas since then, and it was it was 2020. It yeah. was a dusting. It just barely well, covered the ground. <clears throat> and my family, every single one of us had COVID. So it was not on my list of best Christmases. The 2020, it snowed Christmas Eve. We still have audio, just checking, sorry. Yeah, we got audio. Sick. It snowed Christmas Eve. Yeah. uh, Because Tad and I were at the apartment, and we hung out on the front porch at like, I don't know, 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. It was late. Well. Technically, that was Christmas Day. That was. It was. was, Oh, my God. (laughs) That's true. It was 11 o'clock. Technicality. And we went out, and on on the porch it was snowing super good time it was it's super memorable too it's yeah. like the apartment wasn't yeah. you weren't always there and along with parker and i wasn't always going to be there either so it's like a good memory mm-hmm. of just that time yeah and i mean the snow yeah. i mean at least in the pictures we had the snow was like pretty freaking pretty sizable mm-hmm. it melted pretty quick the next morning because i was able Bad. to drive to my yeah. parents same thing here we had it, a go ahead I was going to say, at least at my parents' house, it, it was enough that the ground was white on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. The snow came Christmas Eve, and the ground stayed mostly covered on Christmas Day. So I think it was technically counted as a white Christmas. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was not among my family's favorites. We all had COVID. Well, do you remember the year here where we had to, we had a sleep in, like a sleep in to get it like snowed in? And it mm-hmm. was like a dusting. That was 2020 as well. That was January of 2020. Really? Or no, maybe it was January of 2021. Yeah. I don't remember. I was, I remember I was glad that we didn't get as much because they were calling for like eight inches. Yeah. And at that time, because of the job I had where I had to like stay with the guys that I work with to take care of them, um, working with special needs, uh, I was the living staff for them. Um, I, I had to go home and be with them, especially if they got snowed mm-hmm. in so that they would have somebody to take care of them. Uh, and so I was bummed that I wasn't going to be able to come and enjoy the, the snow day with everybody. But because we didn't get eight inches, we only got about in about two to three, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the roads were fine enough that I was able to be off. And the other staff was able to come, and I was actually able to leave that morning and come and join everybody for breakfast mm-hmm. and the snow day. 
And if it had been more, I wouldn't have been able to come. So yeah. I wasn't disappointed personally. I was disappointed. I remember now that it was just, <laughs> I didn't want like, Graham to be there. I was hoping that Graham wouldn't be able to here. come. But I, no, yeah, that was 2021. I remember now. That was 2021 because I, I was going to a thing with some of my boxers in Pigeon Forge and I was going to leave here that morning and I was hoping it wasn't going to snow too much, but snow enough to be good. Yeah. But then it didn't really even snow, snow enough to be good. But that was fun. There was like a lot of people got snowed in here. Oh, yeah. There was a surprise snow too. And when you first started telling that story, I thought you were talking about way longer ago on the costume party. But there was one costume party that we had uh, October 31st. It actually was on Halloween. And back in that day, we used to spend the night at the costume yep. parties and make it a two-day event. Mm-hmm. And it started to snow that evening, October 31st, that morning when we got up, there was like an inch of snow on the ground November 1st. My parents had seven inches Wow! at their house. Thanks, I yeah. don't remember this. I only remember the part where um, we had to do we, – we wanted to do like a band and have everybody on a hayride, but it was like sleeting, wet, mm-hmm. rain – cold that year and my that, that was my up. first costume my, party really yeah <laughs> my dad had built a, a stage down at the oh barn, i remember that love, stage, 52 love 52 played played, <laughs> played some newsboys covers and we didn't have anything properly mic'd up and i had my crappy drum set but my dad built this whole stage cheap for keyboard. us cheap keyboard yeah and it was uh, after after being on a hayride that went around yeah. the mountain in the wet snow and rain. We had a bonfire down there, but it was kind of a bonfire mm-hmm. because it was like smoldering a little bit. So they were just like huddled around the fire being so cold. Such a bummer. And it was just a disaster. You know what I remember about that the most, on fire actually? That night. Nice. I remember, I remember everybody leaving because it was rainy and wet and sleeting after we finished our set. Everybody left as fast as they could, and we were left to clean up up. everything. (laughs) And the only people that stayed behind to help, Cameron and Austin Devlin, they were real ones. I don't remember. They were real ones. I saw them. They they stayed back to help us clean things up. I remember. I'm not. And that's not a diss on everybody else. I don't blame them for wanting to get out of the cold, no, wet, yeah. rain, and sleet. They're just bad people. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what I was going to say. Not what I was going to say. I just. I just. Well, um, speaking of traditions, and so if we talked a lot about our own family traditions and stuff too, uh, there was a couple more Christmas traditions with fun origins we wanted to bring up. Yeah, get it. Before we close up. Tell me about mistletoe. Mistletoe. Hmm. So. If any of you guys are looking for a reason to cancel mistletoe, in the in the real bonus episode, we talked about Christmas not being pagan. In the bonus bonus episode, I could tell you about the pagan origins of mistletoe. So you can at least cancel that if you want to. Except for something having pagan origins doesn't make it automatically bad. But mm-hmm. that's beside the point. At any rate, mistletoe, similarly to evergreens, like we talked about in the previous episode, so many cultures have taken evergreen trees as a symbol of life. Uh, well, mistletoe is similar, is similar in the sense that it's it's not an evergreen tree, but it does stay green the whole season. It stays living the whole season, even after other trees have died or their leaves have gone. It's still there, and it, it, it kind of, if you've ever seen it, it's it's it exists. Different variations of mistletoe grow in almost every part of the world, but because it doesn't grow up from the ground, it grows up in a tree, and it lives even with the tree doesn't naturally 
different um, different backgrounds uh, and cultures associated it with having magical properties and stuff. The specific specifics of the mistletoe that we celebrate, though, comes from Norse mythology and the Norse god S, Frigga, who I think is supposed to be the wife of Odin and mother of Thor mm. as well. Uh, she's also the mother of Balder, who I think is supposed to be in like the Marvel movies. He's one of Thor's friends. Mm. She's the mother of Balder. And the story goes that when she when Balder was born, uh, she was so protective that she cast a spell basically over every living plant, every living thing that it could not harm Balder. Mm. Um, so to protect him. But she, in casting her spell, she accidentally left out mistletoe. <laughs> so Loki fashioned a arrow out of mistletoe and shot and killed Balder Whoa. with the arrow. Um, and Frigga's, she cried so much, her tears became the pearls that you see on mistletoe. And the other gods had so much sympathy that they agreed to raise Balder from the dead. That's kind of oh, that's and, convenient. Thank you. Right? And so because she was so happy that he had come back, she decided to transform mistletoe from a symbol of death that it had been to a symbol of life and of peace and of love. Oh. And so it was decreed that anyone caught under the mistletoe would have to embrace in peace. And so oh. it was like a truce plant, peace plant. I see, I see, but I see. over time it, it, it uh, became more of like a, a love thing mm. as well, which led to kissing in the modern uh, culture that we have today. And we all know that kissing leads to other things, which other cultures with mistletoe, because it was a symbol of life, it was also a symbol of fertility. Oh. And they... Um, practiced fertilization rituals under the mistletoe gardening Gross. we gardening we have yeah, we just spread a bunch of poop everywhere yeah, just we, we've, we've dialed it back at least that's funny <laughs> in our modern culture but anyways Whoops, the mistletoe. <laughs> anyways that's where we get mistletoe from cool it's a fun story i think that's very interesting yeah they are uh, the they make a good the MCU Norse Christmas special. Mm -hmm. <laughs> are very good at telling stories. Those yeah. are some entertaining stories. They tell some wild stories, that's for sure. Uh, Michael, you had something for us? Sure. So, yeah. you know, we hang ornaments. Oh. On trees. Yeah. Like yeah, these I, ornaments. I had forgotten now. Yeah, I a Christmas tree behind <laughs> Not quite shaped like ornaments. And then there's also, um, we hang, we're not hang, but we like string out tinsel. Tinsel, yeah. On the trees. Sometimes. Some people do. Um, and so the origins of that. The the myth, uh, this is not true, but it's a fun story. It's 100% factual myth. This is 100% a factual myth. <laughs> the origins of uh, ornaments, ball ornaments, and tinsel is that the pagans would take bull testicles and bull entrails and decorate Christmas trees with them because, you know, well, obviously, so it's like the sacrifice to the bulls, uh -huh. you know, which is like their sacrifice to the gods, which is like, you know, to increase fertility and, and the harvest and all these things. And then the evergreen tree, which we talked about in the last episode, uh, represents like – Symbol of never-ending life. Yeah, like, you know, eternal – whatever, yeah. eternal things. Not necessarily eternal life, but eternal things. Mm -hmm. And so um, 
So that's what they would do is they would hang it on the Christmas trees. That's not true. They didn't actually hang it on Christmas trees or at least there's no like um, proof that they did that No proof that they did that. But there is uh, proof and there's there's historical evidence that they did that with the statues of their pagan gods is that they would actually take the bull testicles and entrails and hang it up nice and pretty, you know. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas no, tree. No, no. I held up my phone <laughs> from the previous episode because I don't like that at all. So anyway, it's just something to think about next time you're decorating your Christmas tree. It sounds like that would smell so bad. Well, think about beef jerky. I guess it doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So like you, you salt yeah, them. Next enough. time you're eating beef jerky, just think about. Just think about Christmas. Yeah. You know. One of my, my best friend, okay, my best friend when we were in middle school i think i was like 11 or 12 and i was always a really gullible kid Mm -hmm. and at the time he had a as as a kid he had a weird compulsion with lying without reason (laughs) just because he could and i couldn't fathom that people would lie to me so i just believed everything he said he told me that beef jerky came from bull testicles and for years, so I believed that beef jerky <laughs> was made from bull testicles. You're Dang. eating that? That's disgusting. That's crazy. <laughs> you are pretty gullible because you also believe that Santa Claus was spelt C-L-A-U-S. Yep. But it's actually C-L-A-U-S-E. Oh, I, was, I was the most gullible. When, when I was probably four or five years old, we had a snow at our house. And it was probably the first snowman that our dad ever built with us. At least that I was old enough to remember. And um, after we finished building the snowman, I said, "Okay, Daddy, now just put a hat on him, and he'll come to life." <laughs> <laughs> and I made us hold hands and dance around in a circle, singing "Frosty the Snowman," <laughs> thinking that he would come to life. And when he did not, he cried. Well, my and my dad tried to warn me. He's like, Graham, he's not going to come to life. That's not how that works. When he did not, I started trying to kick down the snowman. <laughs> I was like just kicking away. And you lied to me. My Colin was like three at the time. He's like, it's okay, Fossey. You know how to talk. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Another really I just gullible. calling is Colin currently now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you don't have to talk. <laughs> Another really gullible thing I did as a child, I watched Blue's Clues. Mm-hmm. Shout out to anybody who remembers Blue's Clues. Fun fact, oh, Blue is a girl. Mm. That's still weird to me. I never thought of Blue as a girl. But anyways, in the in the show, they had Blue Skidooing. Yeah. Where they would like magically yeah. jump into a book. Mm-hmm. Well, my mom was really confused because she was noticing that all of the books in the house were ripped. Mm. And she could not figure out why all of the kids' books <laughs> were ripped and had pages missing out of them. Until one day she came and she saw – she could see through the door, I guess, was cracked in my room. I had an open – one of the open kids' books on the floor. I said, Blue Skidoo, you can too. And I jumped on the book <laughs> and tried to shimmy into the book. <laughs> Bro, if you were my kid, I would totally bully you. <laughs> <laughs> I would have disturbed it, honestly. I, I was the most gullible kid you ever met. 
<clears throat> I still retain some of that. Like, there's a, still a level of innocence there that, within reason, you could tell me something that's completely not true, and I would just believe you. I was going to make some kind of comment, snarky comment about the Bible, but about, the, about reading our good hermeneutics, but <laughs> I can't find it. So, I was also kind of a dumb kid, <laughs> and um, when we made. A snowman. I, instead of putting a hat on and expecting him to come to life, as a small child, I said, Hey, mom and father, I am going to make this snowman a snowman. So I was like, (laughs) as my, as my young self, I shouted to my parents, I'll make the wee wee. And they said, okay. 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 No. And uh, so I made him. How old were you? This was last year. (laughs) 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 I I mean, I guess this was pre um, Graham ruining Santa Claus for me. So. It was about three years BS. Three years BS. (laughs) Before Skyrim. Before Skyrim. I don't know. I was very young. Sub 10, I guess. Hmm. I hope. <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, see, that's, that's my nice. story. That's that nice. is funny and innocent. I think I was around 10 by the time I realized that that was the difference between boys and girls. <laughs> Literally, for like a good chunk of my childhood, I thought the difference between boys and girls was that girls had long hair. <laughs> And okay. then, Graham, and then no. <laughs> yeah. And then you went around after you found out. You went around telling everybody and correcting them. Did Guess you know what? that the boys you know? and girls the difference between boys and girls? <laughs> also, Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> There's a real guy named Saint Nicholas. Uh, he's not Santa Claus. He punched a guy one time. He punched a guy one time for heresy. <laughs> but also, the difference between boys and girls. <laughs> I didn't do that. Fortunately. So anyways, Tad, what is the difference between boys and girls? No. <laughs> no, no. I will tell you. This is a Christmas episode. It has to stay jolly. Okay. Girls <laughs> like pink and boys like blue. It's true. Mm-hmm. That's some good holiday content. That's some good holiday content. Some good holiday conversations. Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. If you want us to do more Goofy Just Talking Around episodes, uh, let us know. Also forgot to say this in the last episode. We are experimenting with some new things. We got some new mics. We got a new setup. It should be the crispiest episode yet. We did have a little debacle in the previous episode where the audio cut out on us and we had to restart. Part of this is trying to see what the setup's going to be for season two. And I hope you guys have a very Merry Christmas. Stay jolly. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Hey everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Hit that like and subscribe button. And a share so all your other friends can find out about us. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most other podcasting platforms. Also, if you want to give us a follow on social media, we're on Instagram, Facebook, as well as TikTok. If you love us, please buy our merch. And if you don't, I'm used to it by now. Please come back. (laughs) 